Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Again, I am Pastor Vince Haney from Raymond Word of Faith, the Word Church, and welcome to another exciting broadcast of Faith on Fire. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. And 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says we walk by faith and not by sight. Again, this broadcast is designed to ignite your faith on fire. So uh, we talk about the Word of God. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and and hearing by the word of God. And again, I just wanted to talk about something today uh, out of the word of God. Obviously, it's in Hosanna. Hosea, not Hosanna. <laughs> Hosea. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. Uh, it's written, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you from being a priest for me. God wants us to be filled with his knowledge, with his will. And, and the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing God's word. And, and Jesus said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the father. We have to hear God's word in order for faith to come. If not, he said that we're destroyed for lack of knowledge. Jesus said that I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. John ten ten. Well, if we're lacking his knowledge, we won't be able to fulfill the promise of having life and having it more abundantly. So God wants us to be filled with the knowledge of his will. It says it in uh, Colossians. He says, I pray that you may be filled with the knowledge of the Lord's will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And, and I tell people all the time, when you get born, saved again, when you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, you follow it up with water baptism you know, get submerged in the name of Jesus, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And then you got to follow that up with, with being discipled. And being discipled basically means you're going to start being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, 2 says, I beseech you by the mercies of God that you present yourself wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The only thing that's going to transform you by the renewing of your mind is the word of God. And faith comes by hearing and hear the word of God. Once you start hearing consistently what God said in his word, faith is going to start developing in you. It's like a muscle. And we got to be exposed to God's word every day. Hence why Jesus said in Matthew 4, 4, it is written, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Well, we live every day. So every day we need to feed on God's word. Jesus say, I'm, I'm the living bread. I'm living water. So we have to feast on him every day and find out what he said about the situation, what he said about the circumstance, and, and not just lean to our own understanding or what the Bible calls a fleshly mind or unrenewed mind or our own opinion. We got to get God's opinion on it and make that our new reality. Again, we walk by faith, not by sight. Faith in what God says. 
The just shall live by faith. We live by what God says and we live every day. So we got to get that word in us every day, every day, every day. You just got to hear it. And as you hear it, it's going to lead you to start to meditate on it. He told Joshua in order to have good success. And again, there's two types of success. There's bad success and there's good success. And God desires and promises his people good success. He told Joshua in Joshua 1, 8, this book of the law, referring to his word, he said, shall not depart from you, but you shall meditate in it daily and nightly, day and night, and observe to do all that's written in it. And then you will make your way prosperous and then you have good success. So he said, just ponder on it, muse it, chew it up, and then observe to act on it, do it. He said, and then you, Joshua, you, Vince, will make your way prosperous, and then you, Vince, will have good success. It's only as you allow the word to become flesh in you and, and, and act on it. I always tell people faith is like a two-sided coin. One side is I believe. The other side is I act on what I believe. Yeah, It's believing and it's acting on it. And I'm reminded what it says in James 122, don't be just a hearer of the word only, but a doer. It says, if you're here only, you're deceiving yourself. But if you're a hearer and a doer of the word, you'll be blessed in what you do. God's desire is that we be blessed in everything we do. Hence why Jesus said in John 10, 10, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. God wants his people to live the good life. We're part of the body of Christ. God wants to use us here on earth to manifest heaven. Hence, Jesus said, always said, his kingdom come. God's will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Well, Jesus is in heaven sitting at the right hand of the Father. We're the body of Christ, the hands and feet of Jesus. We're here on earth. And as that word gets in us every day, it just transforms what we believe. We start believing this word. That's why he says the gospel. The word of God is called the gospel. The gospel is referred to as good news. Whereas we start getting that good news in our spirit Every day it builds us up. It builds us up and fate comes. And then we start acting like it. We start talking different. We start behaving different. We start thinking different. We have the thoughts of God. And it says over in Isaiah 55, God says, uh, my ways and my thoughts are not your ways and thoughts. My ways and thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So are the heavens higher than the earth. So are my ways and thoughts higher than yours. So he wants us to, to, to come up, elevate our thinking to think like him. And hence, Jesus said, uh, the Bible says over in Philippians, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not robbery, robbery to be equal with God. God, We're God's children. We're Jesus's body of Christ. Jesus is the head of the body, which is the church. That's the body of Christ. It's not a building, it's people. And God wants to use us as vessels of honor to manifest heaven here on earth. That's why he told us, do good to those who who persecute you. Pray for those who persecute you. Bless those. And he wants, because Jesus did all of that. Jesus hanging on the cross, he, his last words was, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And he instructs us over in uh, Matthew, bless those that persecute you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. That's what's called a renewed mind. That's what's called the thoughts of God. You're acting on what God said. You know what he said in his word. Not only that you know what he says, you starting to act on it. That's what it means to walk by faith, to live by faith. You actually know what the word of God says. You understand what it says. You act on it. No, it may not make sense to your 
the natural mind or unrenewed mind or a carnal mind, like the Bible says, but it it makes sense or it makes faith to your spirit and, and real believing takes place in your spirit, not in your mind. That's why when you get born again, you get a new spirit. You don't get a new mind. Your mind has to be renewed. You have to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes, you get a new spirit. And that's why he says, receive with meekness the engrafted word of God, which is able to save your soul over there in James chapter one. So your soul is your mind, your intellect, your emotions. That that's what needs to be renewed. Again, you get a new spirit, but you didn't get a new mind. You probably think the same way. But you got as you start meditating and feeding on that word every day, it's going to transform what and how you believe you're going to now have the mind of Christ. You're going to start thinking like God. Remember we used to say back in the day, you are what you eat. Well, if you're feasting on the word of God every day, that's what you're going to become. You're going to start thinking and acting like God. So when situations and circumstances arise, your thoughts are going to, the Holy spirit, which is in you, he's going to reveal to you all the things that God said in his word. And the scripture says over in John 14, that's the Holy Spirit. One of the Holy Spirit's jobs is to bring all things to your remembrance. He's the helper. He's the comforter. He's the one that leads and guides us into all truth, gives us perfect knowledge of every situation and every circumstance that we come up to. He's going to, Jesus said, he's going to remind you of the things that I said, the things that I said out of my word that you studied and meditated on. Speaking of study, scripture says over in Timothy, study to show yourself approved a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You got the word of truth is God's word. You got to get that word of truth in you constantly. And speaking of the word of truth, the opposite of truth is lie or, or something that's false. So again, we've been programmed, programmed by this world system, this dark world system uh, as we, before we got born again. And when we get saved, we got to get, the new kingdom inside of us, the, the new world system, which is the kingdom of God. We got to have our minds transformed by the truth of God's word and what he said. And we got to live by that every day, every day. We got to feed on it every day, act on it every day, every day. Hence the gesture live by faith. There's three places in the Bible where it says the gesture live by faith. It starts off in the old Testament in Habakkuk two twenty four. Then he goes to tell us in uh, Romans one seventeen, and then in Hebrews ten thirty eight, the gesture live by faith. There's three times, and the Bible says, "Let every word be established out of mouth of two or three witnesses." Three times he told us that we should live by faith. And again, I tell people, faith is faith and trust and confidence in what God said. That's what I live by. I have confidence in the Word of God, and not only I just have confidence and believe it. Now I act on it. When circumstances and situations come up, I act on the Word of God. And that's what gives me the God type of results. That's what manifests heaven in my life here on earth. And that's the mystery. That's the mystery of the kingdom. It's not just believing it, but doing it. And many times Jesus, everything that Jesus did for somebody, he accredited to their faith. He said, according to your faith, be it on you. Starting with Mary, when he told her she was going to have a baby by immaculate conception, she said, well, be it unto me. And he told her, you know, according to your faith, be it unto you. And she said, well, be it unto me as you have spoken. Everybody, Jesus, the centurion, Jesus said he had great faith. Uh, he referred to someone else as having little, oh, the disciples, oh, ye of little faith. But he wants our faith to grow and increase. And the only way our faith is going to get ignited on fire 
as we hear the word every day, every day, every day. You got to be exposed to the word of God every day. Hence, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word. You got to study. You got to speak the word. Scripture says death and life is in the power of the tongue. You got to say what God said because we are on a word planet and words are spiritual seed. And they produce, they bring forth a spiritual, a natural, and a physical manifestation in our lives. Let's just go back to Genesis chapter 1. The earth was void and darkness filled everything. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke. See, we're spirits living in a body. So we speak out of our spirit. That's why the Bible says in order to get saved, he says with the heart or the spirit one believes and with the mouth confession is made. With our hearts we believe, it says over in Matthew 12, believe in your heart confess with your mouth a good man out of good treasures of his heart bring forth good things a good man out of a good spirit of the deposit the good deposits in the spirit he's going to bring forth good things by speaking them again you got to speak the word of god when when you're overwhelmed or adverse situations happen you got to speak the word only but in order to speak the word you got to know the word so if you're feeding on that word every day daily and nightly meditating on it and feeding on it when those tough times come, you're going to say something. You're going to say or speak in line with the word of God. It don't have to be scripture for scripture, but it can be in line with the word of God. Like no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. Yeah, nothing shall by any means harm me. You know, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. You got to say what the word said. That's why Jesus, that's how he defeated Satan in the wilderness when he first started his ministry. He just kept on using the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And he just kept on declaring what was written. He said, it is written. Man shall not live. It is written. You shall not tempt the Lord your God. He only said what the word of God said. And also in Revelation, Jesus is called the living word of God. He is the word of God. And scripture says that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of us. And Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. So once we start feeding on this word, it's spirit and it's life to our spirit. It, it, it develops our spirit. It, it ignites our faith on fire and, and it just makes things happen. It makes things happen because we're made just like God in his likeness and his image. And he's the spirit and he spoke words. Then he tells us, to not live by bread alone, but by every word over in Psalms 19. That's one of the longest Psalms. It, it just talks about the word. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Scripture says the entrance of his word, bring it light. You got to feed on that word every day. That's how your faith's going to get on fire. And if not, if the enemies, that's the devil's biggest deception is to get God's people from studying that word of God. He don't want you in that word. He'll keep you busy. And you notice when it's time to study, a lot of times the, the spirit of sleep or tiredness comes on you. The devil don't want you to study the word of God. He don't want you to hear it. He don't want you to, he don't want you being connected to the word of God. And Jesus said this as it relates to being connected to the word of God. He said he's the living word of God. But he also said in John 15, I am the vine. You are the branches. He said, as long as you stay connected to me, you're going to produce. And it's my father's desire. My father's glorified when you uh, produce abundantly. So he said, you got to stay connected to me. And if, what are you, if you want to be fruitful, you want to be fruitful. And God wants us to be fruitful. And fruitful to me means fulfilling my highest calling, fulfilling my purpose on life, on earth. And God has a plan and a purpose and an assignment for everybody's life. And he's gifted everybody. 
He tells us in this word, everybody has a gift, talks about that in Corinthians as it relates to the body of Christ. Everybody, every part of the body is gifted to be a blessing to the whole body. And if you don't understand that, if you don't get your information from God, which will equate to revelation once you get an understanding of it, you know, you're destroyed for a lack of knowledge. So I just want to encourage everybody, you know, stay in the word, stay in the word every day. Every night, don't go a day without feeding on the word, just like you don't go a day without eating or feeding your physical body. Some of us feed our body more than we should during the daytime. Well, God says, I always tell people you can't overdose on the Holy Ghost. Oh, boy, you can feed on that word all day. And God delights. He said he delights it when you delight in himself. He said, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. That's over in Proverbs. But he wants you to delight yourself in him. Because here's the deal. God and his word are one. God is like wet and water. You can't separate the wet from the water. You get a glass of water, you get wet with it. You get God's word, you get God's with it. You get God's word, you get God's will. His will is found in his word. So get in that word, stay in that word, learn to meditate on it. I tell people, you know what? When you get born again, receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, get in a good Bible-based church, you know, and get discipled. You know, Jesus says, come learn of me. You got to learn of Christ. And he's the example. Scripture says he left us an example that we shall follow. So Christians, we should be mimicking Jesus. We should be looking like him in every aspect because we're part of the body of Christ. Jesus is the head of the body. And he says we can do all things through him who strengthens us. He strengthens us by us feeding on his word. That's what gives strength to our spirits, his word. So we got to stay connected to that word and uh, we can do great exploits. The scripture says those who know their God shall be strong and do exploits. God expects us to do exploits. The scripture says in first John, as he is referring to Jesus, so are we in this earth. We're little Jesus's. We're the body of Christ on earth. And that's why he says, let this mind be in you. That was also in Christ Jesus who thought it not robbery to be equal with God. No, we're not God, but we're God's children. We're in the family. So we have to, you know, again, feed on that word. It'll start transforming you by the renewing of your mind. You'll start, you'll have the mind of Christ. Your faith will be on fire and you too will start doing great exploits. When it's time to pray, oh, wow, you'll learn how to pray the word and the will of God. And the scripture says, the affected, fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. And prayer is just speaking the word of God. Prayer is petitioning heaven, bringing heaven here on earth, manifesting the things that are reserved for us, God's children, placing a, a demand on that supply that's reserved for us in heaven. We pray. We pray blessings. That's why he says the affected, fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. God says, I, I hear your prayers. And over in First John, he says, this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his word, he hears he hears us. And because we know he, we, he hears us, we had a petition of those things that we requested. Well, because we're speaking the word of God, we're, we're, we're letting God know we're not strangers to our covenant. We understand what we have a right to. And speaking of right to, the scripture says over in Romans, we're heirs with God and joint heirs with Christ Jesus. That means an heir means you're a partaker. You inherited something. Well, we've inherited everything that belongs to God as children of God. We have access to those things and we get that 
by praying the word of God, speaking the word of God, doing the word of God, having our minds renewed by the word of God. Scripture says in the beginning was the word. Again, it's all about the word of God. God watches. Scripture says in Isaiah, he watches over his word to perform it. He watches over it. And here's another thing. Scripture says angels hearken to the voice of the word of God, meaning angels are. We all have angels assigned to us and they're just waiting for us to speak the word of God. And they help bring the word of God to pass in our life. They're ministering spirits here to minister to us who have inherited salvation. That's over there in Hebrews. So, yeah. So once you start studying, you get to learn all this. You, you find out in first Peter that he's given us exceeding great and precious promises. Well, the promises is found in his word. But if the devil can keep you out of that word, then you don't understand the promises. You're destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And again, this broadcast is designed to ignite your faith on fire, to get you to start studying, to show yourself approved. Be who all God called us to be. Scripture again says Jesus left us an example that we shall follow. And everywhere Jesus went, people were blessed as a result of encountering him. That's how it's supposed to be with God's children, us, the saints in light. Remember, we're not the saints in dark or the ain'ts in dark. We're the saints in light. So we should be a blessing everywhere we go. When we hear somebody sick, we do what the scripture says, lay hands on them. Six scripture says in James, if anyone among us is sick, let them call for the elders of the church. That's the spiritually mature. Let them anoint them with oil and lay hands on them and pray or say or speak the prayer of faith and the prayer of faith will heal the sick. The prayer of faith is the word of faith is the word of God. He says, speaking the word of God over them will heal them. Now they got to receive it when you, as you deliver it, minister to it. That's what it's called minister. You're administering healing through words. And again, we have, it's coming down from heaven. Jesus already said it. It's not me. It's the father and me. He does the work. We're just vessels. We're vessels that God works in and through. So don't get it twisted and make it, make it, let the devil make you think it's about you. It's not you. It's the father in us. He does the work. And now it's Christ in us, the hope of glory. That same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. And it gives power to our mortal bodies through his spirit that dwells in us. So we're, we're vessels. We're vessels of honor for God to manifest his kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. The gospel is really simple. You know what? We just make it complicated with religion. Yeah. And, 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 and man's tradition and denominationalism, that's what just makes it confusing and it turns people off. You know, Jesus just, he 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 walked the earth, he did his assignment with, with confidence. And that's how God wants us to have confidence in him. That's what faith means. I have confidence in what God said. I don't lean to my own understanding. In all my ways, I acknowledge him and I can acknowledge him by what he said in his word. That's one form of acknowledging him. And the scripture says the latter part of that, he'll direct my path. As long as I continue to acknowledge him as it relates to who he said I am, what he says I have, what he says I can do, what he says I am. And he says, I am seated together with Christ in heavenly places, meaning I'm a part of the body of Christ. And he also said, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I'm in Christ Jesus because I'm, I'm born again. I'm saved. I'm redeemed. I'm a child of the most high God, and I see myself like that. I don't let Satan condemn me to make me believe the lie. Because remember, he is the father of lies. He's the deceiver. So I study this word every day. I feed on this word every day. It just strengthens me with all might according to his glorious power. 
And I'm going to read another scripture here out of uh, Colossians. I believe it's in Colossians. It says, Colossians chapter 1, verse 9. Here's another scripture. It says, for this reason, we also, since the day we heard of it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power. See, God wants you to be increasing in his knowledge. He wants you to be Filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And always do the flip-flop method. The opposite of filled is empty. A lot of Christians are empty of the knowledge of the Lord's will because they don't study, because they don't feed on the word of God. And you being empty is an opportunity for the devil to wreak havoc in your life. God wants his people to be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. So he wants you to be hungry for the things of God, hungry for his word. And he says, I'm going to fill you. And that's what Paul said over there in Ephesians. Paul prayed this for the church. And I pray it for all my listening audience. I pray it for our congregation constantly at the word church. Ephesians 1, starting at verse 15. He reads, therefore, and, and the subtitle was prayer for spiritual wisdom. So here it is, 15.1. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. And here's the prayer. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saint, saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. God said, I want you to get some understanding about what my will is. And in Ephesians also it says, understand what the will of the Lord is. God wants us to know that in Jesus name. That's going to do it for this episode of Faith on Fire. I'm out of time, but I'm definitely not out of faith. And I just want to remind you as you go through this week, keep walking by faith. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you would consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us again next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.